Today we are finishing up our series, which has just been tremendous, called Forgotten Fields. And uh, we've been looking at different uh, shepherds in various fields that they had felt forgotten. And this series is really birthed out of this story right here, out of Luke chapter 2. If you are familiar with the Christmas story, you know about the shepherds who were out in the field. And that is where we're going to finish the series today, Luke chapter 2. And read read verse eight. Let's start there. Yeah, it says that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Okay, so let's just do this right now. In your neighborhood gathering, just turn to somebody and tell them, stay in the the field. field. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes. Stay in the field. Now, Israel, what you have to understand is, They had been waiting hundreds of years for the promise of this Messiah, and and these shepherds were the least likely to be picked. They had no idea what was about to happen. And, I mean, it's hard to stay in the field when when the wait is a lot longer than you expected. I I think that's so true. And, you know, it could be like if you're in need of a job, and you're wanting to advance and go and, and get in a better job, man. Or, you're, or you have a job, so or you have a job and you just, or the promotion, you can't get the promotion, yeah. you can't get the raise, or maybe you have a relationship yeah. that you're hoping will be mended, but, but I mean, it's just been way longer than you expected, and you're like, I'm done. Or, or, fi- or maybe it's finances. Yeah, finances. finances. You, you're, you're needing the finances to turn who is not, around. Who is not feeling that right now at Christmas time? <laughs> that I think almost all of us feel it because you, you look under the tree and, and there's that one gift. Yeah. And our kids are older now. But I remember when they were kids and they and would teenagers, ask. Teenagers, you really want to do something big you yeah. want to get that big you know oh mom well they dad, would ask for something yeah and we weren't able to deliver on that and sometimes that waiting it, it can just be it's like it's like a you know the, the carrot dangling out yeah. in front of the yeah. horse it kind of feels like that like you it's always out there and you just can't get to it and it is so debilitating and I love what Proverbs uh, thirteen twelve says it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is like a tree of life. Yes, I'm- and I just really feel like that is so true. Hope deferred can actually make the heart sick. Yeah, sometimes you have been in the field so long, it feels like that dream, yeah. that thing that you're hoping for, is never gonna be fulfilled. I I think this is perhaps uh, the hardest of fields because you can get so discouraged. Yeah, and and you know what? So cool is God works best, and He displays His power best in a forgotten field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting. God could have chosen a lot of different ways. Um, to display his power. I and mean, this is a massive display of his power. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways he could have done it. I mean, we've all seen the gender reveals. Uh, that I mean, this is like oh, the big deal right gosh. now. All the crazy ways. There's so many ways. different ways, yeah. right? So I get kind of get this picture of like God's gathering all the angels together. And yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, what, 
What do you got? And like, you know, one of the angels was like, all right, here's what I'm thinking. Um, you know that star that you got? What if we had it explode in blue? Uh, you're fired. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're, no, you're out of the <laughs> creative <out>. meeting. <laughs> but that's, that is obviously is not how God chose uh, to do it. But he, he showed up in a forgotten field. God decided I am going to show and display my power in this one place where nobody expects it. And he does it in an incredibly powerful way. Verse nine kind of gives us a picture of that. Yeah, it says, suddenly an angel, angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them and they were terrified. That's all I could think as I was reading that, as I was picturing that if I'm out in this field and this radiance just lights up this mm. field, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna think I'm gonna die. Yeah. When we read this in in the form of the Christmas story and the Christ Child, we are like, "Oh my gosh, that's so amazing!" But did you, come on, somebody! Like, if a bright light suddenly, you're you're face planting. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, it, it is not gonna. <laughs> so this this was just the ultimate display of God's power. Like He filled the entire night sky. The night mm. suddenly became day. It was as if it Ooh. was broad daylight. And this is exactly what God wants to do if mm -hmm. you are in a forgotten field. Yeah. He, he takes these dark and forgotten fields and he can light them up with his presence and his power. This is what God, God's presence and power yes. can light up the darkest fields. Come on, Ooh. turn to somebody in your gathering right now and say, he, he yes. can light up your darkness. He can light up your darkness. Yes, and when you feel powerless, that is right in that moment where he can bring strength and power mm. In, into your situation. Yeah, so often we feel like you feel discouraged and yeah. when you're discouraged, this uh, God comes into that moment when you're, I've been at moments where I'm just like, man, I am so discouraged. Like, yeah. I'm ready to quit. Like, or I've been in uh, situations where I'm just worn down and you're kind of just susceptible to all kinds of stuff when you're really worn out. But God brings us rest and peace mm. in those times mm -hmm. when we press in and we say, God, I'm worn out. Mm -hmm. And he's right there to bring that in. I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there to give you the strength that you need. I think that's so, so often, like I say, when I'm discouraged uh, and I feel like I'm ready to quit, that's he, I don't know, he just steps in to that moment and yeah. his presence and his power somehow yeah. give me the courage to take another step. I mean, there's times too where maybe you're in a field right now where you just feel like you're alone. Yeah. Let's, I mean, honestly, so many of us right now are gathered with family. You're gathered with your core group. You're gathered with your neighbors and your mm -hmm. coworkers and you've been eating food and laughing and talking about Christmas, but, but we, we don't want to ignore those of you that I know that are maybe sitting by yourself. You're all alone and you're watching this and there's, there is no Merry Christmas. And what we want you to know, God has not forgotten you. Yeah. And God can step into that moment of loneliness mm -hmm. that you're experiencing and you can experience his presence and his power. Mm -hmm. That's why we're saying this morning, stay yes. in, in the, the field. field. Stay in the field. I love how in verse 10 it says, the angel reassured them 
Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy. Come on, somebody. To come on. all in, people. In, in your gathering right now, come on, turn to somebody. A, a great joy is coming your way. Great, great joy, joy yeah. is coming your way. It is possible. I know it seems and, like And it's you know not. what? If you didn't feel that, you need to keep saying that. And you may be, right now, you need to say it louder and more because that is revelation right there. Great joy is coming. Mm-hmm. And then he says, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. It's easy to lose your joy in a forgotten field. When you are mm-hmm. feeling like whatever that field is, when you are feeling forgotten, man, it is hard to be joyful. Yeah, and it's understandable, I think. Yeah. I mean, so many times as followers of Jesus think, well, hey, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and hey, have joy. But let's just be real. Yeah. I mean, when things are not good, it is tough to keep joy. When you look at these shepherds at this time, there wasn't a lot of joy no. in Israel. I mean, Israel was under incredible oppression yeah. from the Roman government. They had to do whatever the Romans told them to do. And in the middle of this, an angel shows up to these shepherds and says, I, I, I've got some good news. Mm-hmm. Like, what I like about this story is that God didn't choose to come when things were good. Right. He came when things were at their darkest. And... <laughs> Like like maybe right now. Yeah. Like after two years, I think that we could use some good news. Yeah. And we could, I think we all could use some joy. Look back on the last couple of years. Laura and I and the staff, we were watching um, and listening to a pastor out of New York City. Mm-hmm. And he described these last two years. He called it CPR. And I, th- I love that. CPR. He said, this is what we dealt with the last two years. First of all, COVID, okay, which has been crazy yeah. and seems to be like, is it getting crazy again? What's going yeah. on? Uh, and and then he, then we had um, the the political uh, unrest and tension that yeah. came with all the politics. I mean, that crazy season. And then and then we had the the racial unrest and the racial tension that yeah. people flooding out into the streets and and we had people protesting and we've had rioting and and we've seen injustice being done. And then so this has all been going on the last couple of years. There's not been a lot of joy in our country in, in much of anywhere. And then you put whatever it is you're facing. And this is why we see record numbers of depression, suicide is on the rise, loneliness is on the rise, people are checking out because it's just, but but Jesus stepped into a situation just like this 2,000 years ago, and he says, listen, I can restore your joy in the midst of a mess. In the midst of it all. If you need joy at this time here at Christmas, we collectively, we need to... Take another look at who Jesus is. Yeah, look at the scripture here. When you, it's the, the angel said this. They said, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the yeah. Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. So first of all, if, if your joy has been sapped, it's gone. Yeah. There's three things we want you to quickly remember. Number yeah. one, Jesus is Savior. Mm. He's the Savior. What does that, that mean? It's not just saving us from our sins so right. that we can go to heaven, which absolutely is amazing and one of the greatest gifts we've is the greatest gift we've ever received. But know that word savior simply means deliverer. Yeah. Like like 
right now with yeah. what you're facing, what you're going, Jesus has the power to rescue yes. you in whatever it is you're facing in the craziest of ways. And you and I have seen that firsthand. This week, I mean, we felt like uh, God just impressed us to, uh, some of you know that we've moved into a new neighborhood and that we were going to just, we just felt like we ought to open our house and just um, put some hot cocoa on and some cookies and and in, call it a hot cocoa bar and invite our neighbors over. So we went out and we invited and, and they came over and it was awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. But um, I had one of the girls' uh, phone numbers because we had had uh, switched phone numbers that night. The next day, I get a text from her, and it says, do you know of anybody that needs some beds? And I was actually thinking, no, I don't, I don't know. So I reached out to um, Alicia, and I said, do you know of anybody? For those of you who don't know, Alicia Davis and her husband, Buddy, run Abba Compassionate Ministries. Those of you who go to CORE, you know who they are, but if yeah. you don't, that's who they are. Yeah, so she texts me back, yes, we have one of our girls is moving out of an ABBA home, and uh, I'll give you her contact information. I'm telling you, this was amazing what happened because six months ago, I didn't know my neighbor. Mm -hmm. But I met her, went over, found out her name, invited her to a hot cocoa bar. She took the beds to this young woman coming out of our ABBA homes and going into an apartment and gave her beds. And I'm telling you, she needed a break. She, she was in a place where she needed her situation, like to change now, not like yesterday, not like tomorrow, like in a month, like today, like tonight when she I sleeps. Mean, what I love about that story, Laura, is you got somebody's moving into an apartment, trying to make good choices and decisions, and has nothing to sleep on, and she's thinking, I can't buy beds, yeah. can't afford beds, and God says, I gotcha, yeah. and they come from someone she doesn't no. even know. This is what we're trying to say, that Jesus is Savior. He can deliver in yeah. ways that you could never imagine. So not only is he Savior, but Jesus, here's the next one, Jesus is Messiah. Uh, the, the word Messiah simply means anointed one. He is the one sent by God. He He came so that he could set Israel free. To, free. Yeah. But this is interesting. Not the freedom that Israel expected. Again, right. they're oppressed by the Romans. They were expecting the oppression to be lifted, that the Messiah would become king of Israel. But no, he didn't do that. He came to set them free while they were under, under. oppression. So here's the interesting thing. God may not set you free from the field, mm -hmm. but he can set you free in oh. the field. Woo. He can lift that oppression off of you. This is, I mean, his experiencing his grace, his and mercy. His mercy, his wisdom. Do you do you need guidance in your life? Do you do you need insight? God has that for you. He is that. He is the Messiah. He is the deliverer, the anointed one. That's who he is. Mm -hmm. And the last one here is this. So Jesus is Savior, he's Messiah, and Jesus is is Lord, that word Lord, yeah. all authority, all power. Just remembering if, if you have no joy and you feel out of control, oh wait, that's right, yeah. God is ultimate authority, he is ultimately in control, and that means he can change your situation. Absolutely, he can do things that you never thought possible. If you're there and you're like, sitting there and you're thinking, this one thing out here, this, I, I need to go to college, but I have no money. I need to do this one thing. 
his insight, his guidance, his resources, his love is more than enough to be able to get you to where you need to go. As we pray, believe, read his word, he's available. His presence and power is available, and he is willing to help. That's what he wants to do. He wants to help. Yeah, you, so you have these shepherds, and they're out in this forgotten field thinking, hey, I mean, as far from the lights of yeah. Jerusalem as you could possibly get, and God says, I choose them. And he yeah. came to them, visited them, and that's what God wants to do for you. Yeah. He has not forgotten you. Stay in oh, yeah. the field. 